Hey everybody, Josh Harrison of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, thelibertyadvisor.com. He's a certified financial planner, and uh, obviously everyone's being hit by inflation pretty hardcore. And right now, the government is actually claiming that it's like 8.6%. Do you feel like it's only 8.6%? I think it's a lot more than that, and, and we're going to kind of go into that a bit today. Obviously, um, we have things like John Williams shadow stats that show inflation somewhere around 20%, but there's also, in a lot of cases, it's 25%. In some cases, it's as high as 100% on certain goods and services. So we have to understand that these numbers are fake. And, you know, I wanted to, before we got into any of this, uh, give you a, a clip of Joe Biden losing his mind. It's amazing this guy keeps getting wheeled out there. Just over the top, even Don Lemon recently asked uh, the press secretary, who always dodges the questions, like, um, are, are we okay with, like, his uh, stamina, both physically and mentally? And, and she's like, how could you even ask that? Well, I think a good reason why anyone should ask that is the following clip of Joe Biden. Check this out. I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. And because of the facts, this year, we're delivering the biggest drop in deficit in the history of the United States of America. So he's obviously losing his mind, or it's been lost long ago. Oh yeah, how could anyone question the amazing economy right now? <laughs> like, what? Uh, oh, we're changing lives. Yeah, you're changing lives by, like, destroying everyone's lives. That's a form of change, I suppose. Uh, maybe I'll give him a, a thumbs up on that fact check. Total insanity. People are losing their shirts over this and they just laugh and shrug it off. And no, Janet Yellen, she's such a humble person. She admitted that she was wrong. Oh, great. She studied inflation her whole life and managed to have a misstep over the biggest issue of all, printing insane amounts of money. And guess what happens? Inflation happened? Really? Millions and millions of people are um, at risk of losing everything because of this. Tens of millions of people are at risk, and over hundreds of millions of people are being affected by it. This article out of Gateway Pundit says, real inflation for the vast majority of Americans is far higher than what's being reported. Steve Cortez breaks down massive 25% increase in necessities like gas, food, and utilities. Well, we'll do the breaking down for him on this one, but the point is it's, uh, it's very much true because a lot of us are seeing as high as 25% or more depending on what you're getting. I mean, look at lumber, look at stuff like that. Um, then we have articles like this. Study finds inflation costing Americans an extra $460 a month, originally out of the Epic Times. Um, and, and, you know, we have so many other examples. Uh, I, I, one thing I saw recently, Tim, was uh, Kim.com was talking about how uh, the, the U.S. is beyond bankrupt and fears controlled demolition enabling a new dystopian future. That's one of the things I think I'm most concerned about going forward with inflation. We'll get into that more um, at the latter part of the video. Um, obviously, the Great Reset agenda is in full, um, full bloom right now. But, Tim, looking at inflation... Obviously, it's higher than 8.6%. Like anyone with half a brain that goes and buys literally anything in the store notices that the prices are dramatically higher than uh, a, a year ago. Arizona iced tea, was just, they, they finally raised their price after, uh, what, uh, 15 years? I mean, it, this is getting to the point, if, if Arizona iced tea raises their price, then we know we're on the cusp of a serious inflationary event. How much do you really see inflation um, at this moment, how they spoof the numbers and where it's going? Well, I mean, even back when the Fed said it was closer to 2% or when the 
inflation rate was 2%. It probably was closer to 8.6 back then because they rigged these numbers. In 1980, they used to calculate inflation a certain way, and then they rigged it in 1990 where they counted it a different way, and then now they even count it a different way, and they're always skewing the numbers to make sure that you know it looks rosier for the government standards. And let's say you used to eat steak, now you're eating hot dogs. They'd substitute the price of hot dogs in there, or they'd use, start using inferior qualities. Or even if you buy something like a, a phone that one year costs $500 and the next model costs 1000 so you might think, okay, well, that's 100% inflation. Well, what they would say is, well, actually, you know, it's like five times faster than the previous phone. So actually, uh, there's actually deflation in there, and they call that a hedonic adjustment. So numerous ways that they go about and skew and rig these numbers. But it really inflation really is, you know, as Dr. Ron Paul has, has stated numerous times, it really is the most insidious tax that's out there. I mean, even like economists like uh, Keynes, who all this stuff is really based off of Keynesian economics, uh, you know, would talk about how like basically not one in a million people can detect uh, really what inflation is because, you know, we, we all go to these, you know, dumbed down government indoctrination centers. They don't teach us about inflation. And, and by the way, uh, John Maynard Keynes was super against uh, getting rid of a gold standard. So like even Keynes himself was like, what they're doing now is a little bit too far for Keynes. It might even be a little bit too far for Marx. I mean, that's how far gone we've become. Exactly. And, you know, so they've been rigging these numbers for quite a bit. But then when you rig the inflation numbers, it really then trails all that also then affects the GDP numbers. So if you have an artificially low, uh, you know, so if the inflation weight, let's say back, you know, six, seven years ago, if the inflation rate was really eight, which it probably was, and the economy is growing at four, well, then you'd really have a negative 4% GDP print. And so that's why the American consumer and people around the world have been, you know, feeling poor and poor. And obviously at the upper echelons, you know, you know people like in the top 10%, maybe 15%, 20% homeowners, I mean, they've been doing a little bit better off because the inflation has meant that now that they're, you know, on paper worth more money. So, you know, it hasn't really affected uh, everyone equally. And it does, and it is something that does hurt the poor the most. And I remember when these first stimulus checks came out, the first stimmies, uh, that $1,200 CARES Act, which actually the first CARES Act text that billed Maxine Waters bill actually called for basically a Fed coin, digital dollar, and that was basically to be used as a trial balloon. And since uh, you know Josh and I are pretty much the only people that complained about it, along with a few others, that uh, yeah, now they are working very hard to roll this out. Other than like people like Gregory Manorino and people like that that came out and spoke out against it, but it's like it's oh the CARES Act. They care so much. It's like the Save Our Children Act. It's like we, we need to save our children by dooming them. Uh, oh, we need we care about you so much that we are um, basically destroying your life and, and destroying the economy, so you become a complacent slave a cog in the system that we created and take our solution which creates more problems because we created this problem we come in with a, a reaction we get a solution because people don't care about money so they don't understand what's happening to them right before their eyes it's the hegelian dialectic a problem reaction solution repeat so it's evil and it's leading to a technocratic system but this in, the inflation numbers are super super rigged and with that i mean when you go to a gas pump, I mean, seriously, $5.60, $5.90, and some places as high as $9.50? Some places, we there isn't, isn't even any gas, even at these prices. Yeah. Josh has seen like, numerous places, like either maybe like three quarters of the pumps have those like little yellow things on there showing that they don't even have any gas. Uh, now, I don't know if that's, you know, everywhere, but, you know, I, I certainly didn't see that, you know, in, you know, previously. Yeah, maybe every now and then there might be some sort of fluke or something, but you, you would basically never see that. And so there is something else called the rule of 72 so you would take whatever the interest rate is divide it by 70 or 72 divided by the interest rate or inflation rate in this case and then that would 
that takes that would tell you how many years it takes something to double. So I mean, if you're at a you know a 20% inflation rate, you know 72 divided by 20, it would be three point something. So I mean, basically it means in three years, every, you're either going to be buying half as much stuff, or or you know everything is going to cost twice as much. And then in six years, I mean everything, uh, you know you're going to be able to buy a quarter of that. And the thing is, I mean most Americans. Uh, I'm not sure what the median income is, but you know it's probably pretty low. It's mean it's probably like thirty-five thousand dollars or something. And so, and a lot of people are on fixed income. We've got a lot of people in the boomer, baby boom generation who you know they might be getting a pension, which you know they are lucky enough to get one because obviously now like our generation is not getting any pensions. But those pensions are going to be paid, and so all the police and all the military and all the teachers. Uh, you know, basically, and especially for the police who've been enforcing this system, okay, great, you might be getting a $50,000, $80,000 pension, uh, but then what about that, what happens when that $50,000 pension, if you retire this year, uh, in three years, is going to have the purchasing power of twenty five? dollars then another three years have the purchasing power of $12,500. I mean, so what are you going to buy on $12,500? And so it really comes down to, you know, having a plan in place to be able to weather this storm and get through this bad period. Because I think what's going to happen is what's going to happen like in uh, Germany, where in 1910, their stock market was about 400 and crashed down to 100. And then they started printing more money. And so if you want to be extra, extra safe in Germany and, and go 100% in cash uh, as a German in their gold mark, eventually that was basically wiped out. Uh, and, and so, if, but if you were in something like a stock and a real asset, and again, I mean, obviously the stock market is super volatile and you're not putting, you know, next month's rent or mortgage in the stock market. But, you know, if you held on to something like Mercedes-Benz stock, well, that would, you know, your 100 shares that were priced in Goldmark were then priced in Renmark, that were then priced in Reichmark, that were then priced in Deutschmark, that were then eventually priced in Euros. Whereas if you held on to really safe things like a Goldmark bond or a, uh, I say safe in air quotes for our podcast listeners, and you guys can check Josh out on uh, Podbean. But where we're going with all this is that the things that are actually real assets, you know, would, you know, retain some sort of wealth because, you know, they're always going to be valuable. But when you have things that are based on debt and based on paper, you know, and fiat, that gets wiped out. And so eventually, I think they're going to create some sort of crack up boom, where there's going to be just uh, this inflation is going to seem like the good old times. Because the Federal Reserve, I mean, their only job basically is to have price stability. And they've been doing everything they could. I mean, their biggest, uh, you know, worry over the past basically decade has been not enough inflation. And so they go from having not enough inflation to them being way too late stopping. And there has been inflation the entire time. It's just that they were rigging those numbers. When it really was eight, they were saying it was two. Now they're saying it's eight and it's probably more like 25. And even John Williams, what he's doing is he's taking how the government uh, ran those numbers in the 80s, how they ran those numbers in the 90s, and obviously how they're running them now. And so when so when it shows that on his site, when it's, I'm not sure where it is right now, but when it shows his is like 20 from 1980, that's using the government's own numbers. It's not any inference or, or you know, so we're really, we're not comparing apples to apples. And I think, you know, anyone that's paying attention to this stuff, you know, as deeply as we do, would actually argue now that there's probably more inflation going on now than there were, was in the 70s. But I'm sure they're rigging things. In the or 70s. in the 20s, because the highest inflation in the history of the United States, I believe, was June of 1920. So 100 years on, I'm pretty sure if we're actually basing things on real uh, everyday goods and services, especially considering back in the 1920s, people were growing their own a lot more, too. And there's a whole bunch of it's a totally different world. 
Uh, I, I would say that, you know, inflation is probably, and some people might laugh, but it could be as much as double of what um, the highest inflation rate in the history of the United States was. And of course, uh, Tim is a certified financial planner and he could go to the libertyadvisor.com. You know, the thing is, we have so many things hitting us at the same time. If you have inflation and the supply chain issue hitting you at the same time, you have war, you have them going for the guns, you have a fake pandemic and a eugenics experiment and all these different things happening, divide of families, just the destruction of civilization as a whole. Then you have some guy with dementia and no offense anyone with dementia I know it's a horrible thing but you know I I take it sounds bad but when I see like a terrible person that in, was involved in wars that, that killed a bunch of children with dementia I don't feel as bad for him I feel more bad for people that actually follow someone that's so clearly mentally disabled um, as though he is going to save them it's insane it total insanity but with that Order out of chaos, my friends, with wars in um, like Ukraine, with Russia, and, and obviously Ukraine is propped up by the U.S., a coup government in 2014, and Zelensky's an actor and a comedian, and then on top of that, Putin's main ally is Israel and, and China, and we know how they've been pushing towards China as a technocratic grid worldwide for a very long time. It's a guinea pig state, essentially, by the military-industrial complex and the financial-industrial complex to create a new world order, a great reset, if you will. With all that piling up, the order order of chaos is that you have inflation, you have these supply chain issues, everyone will flock to the state to save them. They'll get food rations, they'll get free homes, they'll get uh, highways with carbon credits because the gas prices are too high and no one buys the climate change nonsense. So they'll go with, uh, well, the gas prices are so high that we're going to allocate gas at a certain amount to each person and, and basically ration it. That is definitely going to happen, my friends. Bill Gates is building all these highways, and they're definitely going to utilize carbon credits to go from point A to point B. Think of it like a toll road. On top of that, with the collapse of the dollar, so we know that the dollar is actually doing better than a lot of uh, most uh, currencies in the world, other than, I think, the ruble. Yeah, the one, they, the one they tried to harm. I mean, yeah. look what happened to that. Yeah, they, it seems to have an opposite effect, but I think that's part of the agenda, too, because they're trying to go into that new world system, which actually will morph into China eventually, or at least a Chinese-style global currency based in social credit. But when you see the dollar, it's actually not doing that bad versus most uh, you know places in the world, but we see all the beginning of uh, the signs with the inflation if the best currency, one of the best currencies in the world, is we're seeing it de be devalued this much, like 20 to 25 percent of all of it ever printed was in like 2020, then we should be really getting concerned here about a global economic catastrophe. Israel is swapping out of U.S. dollars into Chinese yuan's as we speak. And you know, if you want to see what's going to happen in finance, like look no further than what the central bank in uh, Israel is doing, my friends. Like seriously. So with all that happening, oh, and a former Israeli central banker who then became the Vice Chairman of the Fed, Stanley Fisher, in 2014 gave a speech where he called for bail-ins. And now it's harder to find these days, I think it was in Stockholm, Sweden. So in 2014, he gave a speech saying that the that there's this gone concern buffer and that basically that the Fed and the big banks need to issue bail-inable bonds, aka in uh, not in their dork terms, basically that means that they're going to take your money. And this was well, the former, this is not some a crazy tinfoil hat person saying this. this is the former Bank of Israel chairman who then became the uh, second in command of the Fed. And why? What is a as, uh, Israeli citizen doing becoming the second in command of the Fed, anyways? But well, and same with um, the Chinese Communist Party was founded by um, a, like a quarter of them came from Israel. Weird, kind of not exactly uh, Chinese and last Mal names. Came, Mal came from Yale, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mao came from exactly. So, but again, and and there's a lot of them that come from the London School of Economics. That's one of the worst, I think. Out of the, if you look at like Winston Churchill and even like most Canadian politicians, I had to deal with over the years when I was in Canada confronting the finance minister, all these people. Uh, like they would come, they were coming from the London School of Economics, and guess what? I would get in an argument with them about economics, and the finance minister himself had no idea what I was talking about, and actually conceded that I was probably right. That's Trudeau's former finance minister. That is Bill Morneau and the former finance minister of Manitoba, Canada, also did the same thing and said, I actually like Hayek a bit. I, I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, I'm not a big fan of John Maynard Keynes. I'm like, so why are you enacting Keynesian policies? Oh, well, I don't know. I just do what I'm told. But I mean, again, all this leads, the, all roads lead to Rome and what this road is happening. Surf, speaking of Hayek, road to serfdom. Yes, road to serfdom. <laughs> well, this all roads lead to serfdom, I guess, in this case with the creation of you know special drawing rights a global currency if you will and that is the direction we're heading in and that is the so-called solution to this problem it's a digital currency again if your money's in the bank it's not yours it's the banks and if your money's always going through the banks via digital transactions and legal tender laws it's not your money it's a banks and you are enslaved to the banking system forever and that will be tied to social credit to carbon credits to vaccine passes to just basic behavioral records to your tracking and tracing to what uh, taxes bail-ins everything you cannot escape this system once you're enslaved by it so my friends you need to get out of the banking system and as kim.com was saying we're walking into a dystopian future in the face of this controlled collapse as he calls it and he said it was the most important thread he's ever um done in his life so uh, i mentioned in the article earlier you could go and check that out on zero hedge and it'll show you but i mean again this is going to lead to uh down a path of anti-humanism transhumanism it's basically like the satanic uh, playbook for the Tower of Babel. But with that said, Tim, going forward, uh, <laughs> I mean, w looking at the creation of this global currency system, what kind of opportunities will the state and the banking system be able to have over the masses when they can control everyone via a digital currency? Well, I mean, that's really their wet dream is that they're basically going to take what you'd refer to as like a Chinese social credit score, and then they're going to marry it with the, you know, the, the state's money or, you know, the Fed coin, so to speak. And at that point, if you start, you know, contributing to, let's say, like Infowars, or you go and start doing things and start talking to people that they don't like in China right now, if you, China, if you start talking to people that they don't like in China, uh, they can ding your social credit score. If you, you know, aren't smiling when Mao's on TV, they can, you know, ding your social credit score. You got Chinese people who are going and posting their social credit scores on dating apps, be like, hey, baby, look at me. I'm like a 800. I don't know what their thing is based off of. But the point being is that. Once they have this system in place, there's no getting out of the system. But I think what they want to do first is obviously take the guns. And, you know, my friend Ernest Hancock said the reason they take the guns is because they're going to do stuff that would make you want to shoot them. Now, I'm not advocating anybody goes out and shoots them, but obviously why did they want to? Meanwhile, they're trying to take our guns while then going and giving neo-Nazis guns in Ukraine. And so I'm not advocating any violence. Matter of fact, all I want to do is to be left alone. I think I want to get decentralized. I think you should be getting decentralized. And so, you know, before you do anything, I mean, obviously do your own research on this, but I mean, we are so far down this path that if you can't see it, then, uh, you know, there's, it's almost like, okay, you know, we just got to move on, go to the next person because, you know, I can't even, you know, I can't even fathom how at this point somebody can't understand what's going on. But when they have that complete 
control grid in place, they can just completely cut you off. But I mean, it's going to be, you know, a frog boiling type situation where first there's going to be, uh, you know, maybe you get like a discount on your car insurance if it's going that way or get some other, you know, freebies and or maybe if you want to get the free money or if you want to, you know, have a refund on your taxes, it's got to come that way. If you want to get the stimmies, it's got to be through this and then they will eventually and then uh, I even I even saw an article today. Uh, I didn't send it over to you. It's like you why you shouldn't pick up folded up money on the ground. And it's like well there could be uh, fentanyl on the money. So that's why you shouldn't pick up money. Uh, and so literally, that people often just rub expensive ass fent fentanyl on money and just lay it on the ground and just like ch leave it there. It's like when they were saying don't smoke marijuana. Someone might put fentanyl in it. What, what kind of dealer would put fentanyl in the dr like? Let's just make sure I kill my customers and just never get any customers back. It's so stupid. Yeah, it, it is so stupid. And um, yeah, and, and with the whole and that the whole fentanyl thing, that's a whole nother whole nother issue. But you know, but inflation is you know, there's a silent killer out there because right now, I mean, so many people work so hard to be able to retire, just work so hard to even put food on the table. And then now it just is so much more difficult to be able to do this. So it is, you know, just a gigantic struggle that the average person is going to have to face. And as people struggle more and more and more, then all of a sudden you're going to see tensions start rising more. You're going to see more violence. You're going to see more of this, you know, divide, conquer and divide attitude that's going on. And a lot of the cities are going to be, I think, you know, dangerous places to be, even under rosy scenarios, because the rosy scenario is it only keeps up at an 8.6% inflation. Obviously, it's much higher than 86 but the rosy scenario is that this is really what happens. Because what's the, what, how does the Fed even get out of this? Well, I mean, if the inflation really is 20, and I believe it is, then what they would have to do is you'd have to raise interest rates above 20 in order to stop that. You can't stop yeah. runaway 20% inflation with, you know, whatever piddly amount of Fed funds rate they have right now. Well, Tim, didn't they have interest rates like extremely extraordinarily high back in the 80s at one point? Um, uh, I Paul, yeah, Paul Volcker, but Paul Volcker actually had the balls to actually do stuff. And at the, during the May, and, and, and I hate actually like defending any Fed chairs over here, but back in during the May uh, Fed, Fed Reserve press conference, there were several people who were asking uh, Paul uh, about you know, what he would do and, you know, if he's willing to take these hard steps. And he basically, and, and they would, they were asking about Paul Volcker and what he was basically saying being at uh, Jerome Powell was basically like, well, uh, you know, I really admired uh, Paul Volcker, like saying all these nice things, but he wasn't really saying like he was willing to do, you know, the hard things because, I mean, you have to put the economy into a recession in order to slow this down. It's been a complete Ponzi scheme. But what I think they're going to do is that they're going to use, they've been programming us with this monkeypox. So either some sort of monkeypox or another heightened war to, you know, take the proxy war that's going on in Russia and Ukraine and really amp that up to 11 and maybe throw in some monkeypox, maybe sprinkle in some other variants and then maybe have some other, you know, October surprises to then, you know, get to the point where people, because uh, when all this really breaks down, I mean, you're not going to be caring about your stocks, never be caring about your bonds. You're going to be caring about, you know, how you're going to eat. You're going to be caring about, you know, not getting robbed because, you know, by some, uh, person that maybe picked up dollar bills with some fentanyl and I'm just joking on that but, but I mean, the thing is the, the society is breaking down and really for the average person out there that maybe is making $50,000 a year you know it's going to be very very tough because every single year your purchasing power is just going to get absolutely crushed now there are I think some ways to be able to ride this ride this out but you know those ways do involve you know having to you know kind of you know kind of hold on and, and hunker down and be allocated in the right things but you've got to make sure that you've got income coming in and then you got to make sure you've got other sources that can help 
beat inflation. And then you also have to just kind of have an understanding of what the overall game plan is. And then you have to ask yourself, you know, are you trying to prepare for the next step or are you trying to prepare when the music actually does stop yeah. and the Great Reset actually occurs? Because the beginning stages of how to play this during the early stages of the Great Reset versus when everything is all said and done, in my opinion, is going to be two completely different things. But, you know, I do have a lot of empathy for people who are going through, uh, you know, this massive, massive inflation because it's all completely engineered. You've got, I mean, I started all my activism being an end the Fed type guy. First, I started as audit the Fed, and then I quickly realized, okay, well, that's stupid. Yeah, there shouldn't be a central bank. Yeah, but you know, when you're like 23 years old, like, oh, only if it was audited. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, like I really trust their own fucking audit. It's like when when uh, I think it was uh, USD Tether, um, the the stable coin, the crypto audited themselves. It's like pretty much the same thing would happen. And you know, again, and that's what that's people's fault for trusting the banks essentially, which is what a lot of these exchanges are that's a whole other topic entirely but in my opinion i believe that people should have hard assets they should have privacy coins in my opinion again not investment advice they should also have survival um assets as well and um there are multiple ways uh, also cash flow cash flow is pretty damn important in these times if you have a way to continuously have money coming in flowing in while you're getting ready in all these ways yeah obviously you could you can put a price on that well actually you can and that price is uh going dropping dramatically every single day because of inflation but point is uh, i would say that it's extremely important to have uh, as many um you know backups as you possibly can and that goes without saying but i know a lot of people aren't exactly totally prepared which is why i have uh there's uh, the survival gear that I'm, I'm selling as well but uh just so that everyone knows where to look for this i mentioned the article earlier and i didn't have it up when i mentioned it but again if you go to zero hedge and look up us is beyond bankrupt king.com fears control demolition enabling a new dystopian feature um, you can go and find the thread I was talking about earlier I didn't have it available to me when I uh, told people to go and check that out anyway point is the great reset agenda is pretty um, cut and clear it's pretty obvious that this is what they've been working on forever it's same thing as when they defeated Japan in, in World War II against China when it was about to overthrow China it's the same thing as when Henry Kissinger met with Mao Zedong um, to save China from the collapse of um, their their country essentially due to uh, starvation and economic stress the uh henry kister helped make them an artificial alliance um where they got all this monopoly over exporting importing etc and that led to the creation of the trilateral commission uh by zabigny brzezinski during the carter administration and that is that was a major move globally to bring in this great reset and now we're at a point where the supply chain is breaking down we have the inflation absolutely going parabolic and all the while and bonds are going crazy everything stock market's collapsing guys this is the time that we've been preparing for and this is how they'll try and bring in a new dystopian future you'll own nothing and you'll be happy except for you'll only be happy if you're a compliant slave and most of us that actually um, appreciate humanity as it as we are all human we are all individuals we all need to focus on being empathetic and being sustainable and uh, all those things and being conscious they are trying to bankrupt us of that and it's it's never been more important to get back to basics and um that or civilization collapses and there will be a civilizational collapse it all depends on whether you're caught underneath the falling bricks of the tower of babel when that happens so my friends go and invest in yourselves and by that i mean go and get seeds we have um heirloom seeds at heavensharvest.com if you use code wham you get um free shipping anywhere in the united states you could get that shipped to canada as well 
but not free. <laughs> it's the supply chain. As you can probably understand, it costs a lot of money with gas and the supply chain to get things places. So the fact that you could get free shipping in the US on that is huge. Not so much in Canada, but the point is get prepared in that way. We have long-term survival foods. We have survival resources, whamsurvival.com, heavensharvest.com, and uh, a whole bunch of different ways that you can get prepared. And of course, Tim Pachote has thelibertyadvisor.com and thelibertyadvisorshow.com as well that you guys can go into the description of this video. Go check that out. It's extremely important to be financially ready. It's really important to be physically ready. It's really important to be stocked up and outside of big cities and away from the major highways where Bill Gates ready. is developing that. Yeah, being mentally ready. Spiritually ready. Yeah. And one one last thing with Heaven's Harvest. Before Josh had them on as a as a sponsor, I was you know you go and you uh, search engine various types of uh, you know organic heirloom type seeds and like everything is pretty much out and you got to go to like the fifth pages of these things to find it. Now I don't know if that's the case right now, but when there is going to be a crisis, I mean you can't just wait till that moment. You've got to yeah. do something ahead of time, and that's what we're trying to do right now. Absolutely. And I've talked with the head of Heaven's Harvest uh, about a week ago, and he's like, "Yeah, we're slammed." Like. Like the amount of people buying this stuff up, it's like guns too. Guns are being sold out in mass. It's just insane right now. Super hard to get a gun. So again, um, with these seeds, eventually it'll, it'll come a time and probably very, very soon, if not even at this moment in many cases, Heaven's Harvest happens to have these seeds still. I asked like, hey, do you have enough seeds? Because if you have seeds, I want to get them out there because I want people to be prepared. I want to push people just a little over the edge so they go and say, you know what? I need to be prepared. I need to get ready. I need, you know, having these seeds, it's like teaching a man to fish and he'll um, feed his family for his entire life. That's extremely important, my friends. Of course, you can't grow fish, but, uh, well, technically you can, but that's a whole other story. But the point is... Aquaponics, maybe? Yeah, aquaponics, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, not with seeds. Anyway, (laughs) so point is, extremely important, my friends, go and get long-term survival foods. Go get seeds. Get ready for this or, well, you are going to be consumed by the system as factories mysteriously burn down um, as you know the supply chain runs out wheat production collapses and we see this inflation on top of that and it's not making the country so competitive as much as it is making it crumbling the country at its seams so my friends get ready now because there's a big tidal wave coming and if we aren't prepared then it's going to be to your detriment and to your family's detriment the best currency is you and your own sustainability and your ability to take care of yourself and your family that is obviously naturally the most important thing you can do at this time anyways check those links below my friends and as i've said if you do have some um heavily inflated currency that you wish to help support independent media with we have gogetfunding.com patreon subscribe star we have a paypal address we have a bitcoin address and we have a coin tree link with multiple different cryptocurrencies you could donate in if you please as well as epic fund me where you could donate epic cash the privacy coin based in the mimble wimble protocol extremely um important to get outside of the mainstream centrally planned um digital system and having uh, options like having um, privacy coins, extremely important in my opinion, getting outside of the banks, not to make money, but just for basic safety in the face of the control collapse of the financial system, the supply chain, and all these different things. Of course, we have our Teespring store, and of course, we have uh, Telegram World Alternative Media as well as our Telegram channel, World Alternative Media Announcements, where you'll get notified. Of course, we have www.imband.com for our uh, newsletter, which you sign up with the email. It's very, uh, it, you know, it's very important to get on that list. It's totally free, and um, we'll be able to reach you with that no matter what censorship uh, comes about. On top of that, 
Um, of course, as I mentioned, whamsurvival.com, heavensharvest.com. We have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. Go check us out at Red Pill Expo. Uh, we have the link in the description. Our um, reference key is 146. So if they ask you um, to put in a code, it's 146. I don't know why. It is what it is. July 9th to uh, 10th in Indianapolis, Indiana. People like G. Edward Griffin, Dr. David Martin, and many more will be speaking at that event. So I hope to see you there. Of course, we're on band.video now. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean, Opera, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Go and give us a, you know, support over there and, and um, give us a good rating over there in the review section of all those. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, worldaltmedia.podbean.com. And of course, we're on uh, Rockfin where we're doing exclusive content where if you sign up monthly, you'll get that content. And you'll also get that if you are at Patreon or Subscribestar, exclusive content that other people won't get. $4.99 a month and up on Patreon Subscribestar, uh, $10 a month, but you get everything um, if you go through um, Rockfin. And of course, we're on Bitchute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. Uh, Tim is on basically all of those as well at The Liberty Advisor. And again, you could go to thelibertyadvisorshow.com and find a whole bunch of stuff from him and sign up for his newsletter. We're on uh, Hive, Steemit, and Float.app at, at Josh Sigurdsson. And of course, we are on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, as well as Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. Hit that like button, my friends. Share on social media. Hit the notification bell and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. We hope to see you again sometime soon. We've got a lot coming at you right away, and the news isn't uh, going away anytime soon. I'll like, I'd like to see them try and replace um, punditry and journalism as well um, with a robot in the future. I've seen them try. It's not very good. People like um, having a person to talk to and, and listen to rather than a robot giving them all of the um, scripted news of the day from the mouth of the beast. So it's extremely important to help support independent media Check those links in the description. And until next time, my friends, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved, and I like that. <laughs>